Whoops. Nice start. All right. <laughs> Good morning, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Obsidian Achievement. This is your host, Mike Russin. Oh, let me not hit this lady in her stroller. Whoopsies. Uh, <laughs> and uh, what I say already, welcome to another episode of Obsidian Achievement. This is your host, Mike Russin. This is a continuation of the uh, episode Only Fans Entrepreneurs. Uh, so just in case you haven't listened yet, go back and listen. But uh, I talked about basically, oh, I got to step on it, baby. Let's go. Uh, pulling out in front of a dump truck. Um, you know, I talked about how they have these talk shows where they get these, they get these OnlyFans models, quote, and uh, porn stars. And they basically, these women try to give advice. And I talk about, listen, I feel bad for these women. Um, you know, they're obviously damaged. They're broken. Uh, there's some kind of trauma going on there. You don't sell pictures of your vagina for $5.99 uh, and have a good relationship with yourself or God. Um, you know, but it's also dangerous to put these people in a position where they can influence the young minds of our youth. So anyways, one of the points this girl brought up uh, in her justification of being an OnlyFans model was she believed that you know if she does find a man so I, I don't know how a man could date or marry an OnlyFans model or a stripper I just could never I couldn't wrap my head around that and listen if you're listening to me and you do OnlyFans or you're a stripper or you sell yourself to be used by men uh, again, I say this with a place of love. There's, I know that there's, you're, you don't do that because you feel good about yourself. You might say, oh, this is empowerment, this is liberation. No, you're damaged. So I'm not trying to poop all over everybody here. However, I just could not possibly be with a woman who's letting men touch her, masturbate to her, look at her naked. I just, I. I don't think that's, I don't think any real man, and that's what they say. You know what they say? They flip it. They say, well, a real man is so secure that, no, he's a cock. He is a C-U-C-K cock. Cock. He is not secure in himself. That's, I'm not even going to get into that, that mentality because it's, it's, <laughs> but anyways, you know, she was saying that she does this. She sells herself because that's what it is. She sells herself for, to men so that, you know, if she does find a man someday and settle down, she could go 50-50, have her own bank account, have her own money, have her own this. Okay, so the first thing I got to think is like, man, this poor woman's children. I couldn't imagine being a young boy in grade school and all of your friends have naked pictures of your mom. Could the damage that some of you are going to do to your kids is unfathomable. And we haven't seen it because OnlyFans only been around, what, a couple years? I'm interested to see the data on the mental health of children of porn stars and OnlyFans models. 
So that's that's the first thing, but that's not what I wanted to talk about. I wanted to talk about, and this isn't only relegated to, to OnlyFans people. This is this is everybody. You know, you see these women that are so invested in their careers because they want to be financially successful, and you see this all the time in comment sections everywhere. I always read the comments, and uh, you know, you see these stay-at-home moms on TikTok, and their comments are always, "Well, what if he leaves you? You're put, you're vulnerable. You don't have any money. You don't have a job." It's like. Ah, and you're in your $15 an hour gig, sitting there putting staples in papers, uh, all that you've got no money in your savings account, you think you're better off than she is? You think you're more secure than she is? It's so goofy to me. I have nothing, there's nothing wrong with a woman being in business for herself or working or as long as it does not take away from her being a mother and a wife. My wife is a part owner of an HRT company, Elite Living. It does not detract from the time that we spend together or the time that she spends with our daughter. And if it ever did, she'd be bought. I would make. I would call. I'm very close friends with the owner. I'd say, listen, man, she's got a. I'm pulling her out because her number one responsibility is being a wife. That's number one. Biblically, that's number one. Number two is being a mother. My responsibility as a man is I I report directly to God. So at the end of when I die, and we go to we go seepy seep, <laughs> and Jesus comes back, raises us all, and then has his day of judgment, I'm going to have to stand before God's tribunal and give an account for everything I've done in my life. And one of the ways I'm going to be evaluated, and you as a man listening are going to be evaluated, is how did I perform my duties as a husband and a father? What does it say biblically that my duties as a husband and a father uh, are entail? It is protection and providing. How did I protect and how did I provide? And also raise my children up to be servants of God. I'm going to have to give an account for that someday. And so are you. So are you. So, this whole 50-50 thing, feminism. They wanted to double the tax base, so they injected feminist ideology into our schools, into the nubile minds of women. And before you know it, every woman wants to work now, and they, you know, you're starting to see more and more women hate working. I see a lot more comments now where women are like, wait, take us back. Take us back. Seriously, there's a pretty large class of women out there that are like, yeah, this whole working thing's for the birds. I'd rather be a stay-at-home mom. But they're they're smart. They've made it very difficult because everything's so expensive and pay everywhere is generally very, very low. You cannot work. Well, you could. You just got to give up a lot of modern comfort. You know what I'm saying? Like this whole, well, we couldn't afford to have her stay at home. Yes, you could. Get rid of cable. Get cut down to one cell phone in the family. <laughs> and most cell phone plans, you could have five people for the price of one. 
Don't get the new iPhone every time it comes up. Like if you're in a position financially where you can't afford to have your wife stay at home, you need to do, you need to really look at cutting things in your life out that are on. Do you really need a second car if she's not working? Do, I know all of this sounds uncomfortable. The alternative is your children are publicly educated, which is basically just teaching them how to be obedient slaves. Your wife's income is being taxed and she's being bossed around by another dude. Yuck. Detestable. I mean, the scariest part of that is, is the, the massive amount of influence the government's going to have over your child via the public education system. And they've infiltrated social media. You know, you're, 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 it's so funny. I get, why, why knowing that my algorithm, if it's so smart, knows that I'm a Christian for sure. A lot of the content I watch are Christian edits, Christian speakers, sermons. Every 10 videos, I get an atheist sitting there spitting his backwards ideology. And I, it's, they're very smart. You think that's just there? You think, I know the argument's going to be, well, maybe if you're a Christian, you'd like to see the other side of the argument. It was intellectually stimulating. No, they're doing that. They're doing that because you're not going to sway me. But there's some kid out there, there's some young man, there's some young woman that's brand new to Christianity that just started following a bunch of Christian content makers. And every once in a while, that algorithm's going to inject a little atheism, a little atheism. And that weak Christian, and I don't mean weak negatively, I mean young Christian, easily influenced Christian, might hear an argument that gets them to start questioning. Now, there's nothing wrong with questioning. There's nothing wrong with hearing arguments. I'm not saying that you stick your head in the sand for the rest of your life and not engage on an intellectual playing field in regards to your faith. That's not what I'm saying. What I am saying is that when you're young in the faith and young in your walk, you are very susceptible to the devil walks around like a roaring lion looking for whom he may devour. If you think you stand any chance against Satan, you are dead wrong. These people out here, they talk about, <laughs> well, God has given us the power to stand. God is the power against the evil one. Okay? It has nothing. Satan would eat you alive in a heartbeat. If God were to remove his protection, his angels from your life, and you think you're going to go to war with probably the second most powerful angel, fallen angel, the most powerful force on the face of the earth of evil, you're... <laughs> Who are you, you worm? We're nothing. You know what I'm saying? You got to be very, very careful. So TikTok's intelligent, man. It's very intelligent. And it's, you know, I follow a lot of traditional women and men. What do I get every other third video? Some girl talking about how women shouldn't be at home and they need to go out. And all the comments are fake. They're all bots. You've got to be so careful about what you poison your mind with on the internet. It's, it's all a facade. It's smoke and mirrors. 90% of the comments that you are reading on Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok are not real people. They are manufactured viewpoints. 
So you got to be, and most important, you got to be careful what you let your kids, your poor kids, with their supple little brains, so easily influenced. But I don't know. All this goes to say, man, is listen, there's no 50-50 split. I make nearly all of the money. You know, make a little over a million, okay, a year. I take care of everything. Everything. I don't expect her to pay any bills. Now, she'll do things for herself every once in a while. She'll help out. She paid uh, one of the car bills uh, her, for her car last month. I didn't even notice. You know, she said, oh, I got the car. I'm like, all right. But she knows she never has to work. She would never have to work. She doesn't have to make a single dime. Now, the flip side of that is she takes care of Ada probably 70% of the time. She gets up with her at night, which, by the way, my 10-week-old daughter slept from 7 a.m. to 5 or 7 p.m. to 5 a.m. She slept 10 hours straight and did not wake up once. Tell me God hasn't blessed us. <laughs> Knock on wood. I'm not bragging, Lord Jesus. Don't take that away from us, that sleep. But anyways, my wife, she gets up most of the time at night. And if these TikTok bimbos were to find out that my wife is the one that gets up at night, they'd be up in arms. <laughs> All these single moms that think they have things figured out, these 16-year-old girls publicly educated drones manufactured falsified viewpoints downloaded into their little brains she's with Ada says she changes probably 70% of the diapers 80% of the diapers she spends 70 to 80% of the day with Ada she's picking her up when she's crying 70 to 80% of the time she's feeding her 70 to 80% of the time there's no such thing as 50-50. That's ridiculous. Little babies don't want their dads as much as they want their moms. Now, don't get me wrong. When I pick Ada up, she gets the mo- <laughs> she gets the biggest, sweetest smile on her face. And her and daddy have so much fun together. And we just, I just love on her. But the kid wants her mom most of the time. That's just how it is. This whole 50-50 for the birds. Stop being so easily influenced by these morons, these communists, these AI bots, these feminists, these disgusting, depraved, fallen little cretins, demon-possessed morons. You've got, we've got to return to traditional, okay? Have to, all right? That's all I got. Let's get it. Peace.